0: This is Sometimes in Life with Nure Karim, where I help you hold conversations with yourself and with others that build. I wanna share with you some of the most important questions that I get asked in my one-to-one private sessions and what I think about them in order for both of us to build the self-leadership skills that we need to create a life of impact and meaning. How to create change. Hi guys! It's been a while. So today I'm really excited to start this new series called How to Create Change. Basically what we're going to be talking about is how change happens, how we can make change happen, what to expect during the process of change, and practical tips on how to either start it or... Make the most out of it while we're in the process of change. And how to make sure that the change that we're making is the right change, is what we really want. So let's dive in. I want to leave you guys today with three main points. Let's start with a story. Have you ever found yourself in a situation or in a place where you knew that the person in front of you was was saying something that بالعنيات and on purpose, they're trying to trigger you and make you react. And you knew that that's what they're doing. Yet at the same time, you couldn't control yourself. And you started to react and do what they were expecting you to do. Whether your voice started raising, uh, you started accusing them or fighting um, for yourself, defending yourself. No, I'm not like that. Why would you say that? It's uh, so Or maybe even pointing finger. No, it's you, it's not me. Even though you know in the beginning that they were just kind of testing you out and they knew that this was your button. This was your red button. This is the way that they could get to you. And you knew that they knew, but you still couldn't help yourself from reacting. A few months ago, I was in this place where I felt like I worked on myself a lot That if I was engaged in that same moment, I would act differently. Like I knew enough to behave differently, to act instead of react. Yet in the moment, I was still caught up with my emotions. And I started to react instead of stop, pause, and do the thing that I thought I was able to do. And it just kind of hit me that it's not always easy. Even if we know in our minds what's really happening. It takes more than just knowing that we're being triggered. It takes more effort. It takes more work. Here's the thing. A lot of times we know what we could do differently and we know what we could do better. Yet that doesn't mean that we're going to do it. Because let's face it, there's a lot of things we know we can do differently or better, yet we don't. I know I shouldn't eat that donut, yet I do. I know I should work out, yet I don't. I know I shouldn't get angry, say the words that I said, call people by names, tell them they're useless, yet at the same time, in the moment when I'm being triggered, I do it. Why? It's because... For change to happen, we need two things. We need the mind that understands and is aware of the situation, aware that it's being triggered, aware of it's in a reactionary mode right now. But we also need the heart to be engaged in the process because knowing the changes that we need to make is not enough. It's not enough for me to know that I need to work out or that I should stop smoking. Because I may know I can't, smoking is bad for me, yet I still do it. I may know that I should work out, yet I don't. It's because the heart isn't engaged. And it's not until we can have a conversation that engages both the mind and the heart do real shift and change happen. Because if we're relying only on the mind, when we're put in the situation or in the moment, Something's gonna fall. The first thing you need to know about change is that change happens when we engage both the mind and the heart. When we can have an honest conversation with ourselves and the heart is engaged. Because if you wanna create change, change really happens when the heart is convinced. And for that you need an honest conversation. If you engage the heart, the mind would follow and that's even true with other people when you're talking to people if you find a way to engage their heart their mind will follow it's easier to create a lasting change or shift when the heart is engaged than just telling a person and engaging their mind by telling what to do what not to do this is good for you this is bad for you don't eat that no you should work out one two three that's it don't do this do this they may know that already What's missing is the heart. The missing piece in the conversation is the heart. So that's one. Change happens when the heart is engaged. Two. If you want to create a change, you need to create a change and a shift in your story. This could be a story about yourself, others, life, surrounding Your past, your present, your future, whatever story and narrative that you're telling yourself about your situation, who you are, who you're supposed to be, who you're not. When you can really look at the story, this narrative that you've been telling yourself, you can suddenly have new opportunities to change it. You have power to change it. You have choice. And with choice, you have power. Here's the tricky thing about stories, when I say stories or narratives that we tell about ourselves, it's a lot deeper than just a story or a narrative. Because the story that I tell myself and the narrative about, let's say who I'm not, know that I'm not a person that does public speaking events. I'm not a person that can stand in front of people and talk. I'm really shy. This is a narrative. This is a story but it's more than that. It's an identity. I frame myself in this type of person that I don't see myself, and therefore I see myself as the opposite. Your identity could be something that you are or aren't. And here's the thing. Sometimes in life we change because our stories change, and sometimes in life our stories change because we change. So this change cycle might start with a new narrative that I'm telling. Okay, old me didn't do public speaking. She was really shy. New me is experimenting with something new. Or, that's a different narrative. Or it could be starting with our identity. Because there, it's a loop. If you work with one, you're working with the other one. So if you're starting with the identity, instead of saying I'm a shy person, you might say, I'm really brave. I'm going to be loud. I'm expressive. I'm loud. These words give you a new identity. These words are new characteristics of your who you are, your identity. So when you want to create shift, when you want to create change, when I'm working with my clients, and I work with narratives a lot, I'm certified narrative coaching and we work with narratives a lot because narratives tell you about who you think you are and who you think you're not. And once we are able to change our identity, certain parts of it, like who I think I am, then we're able to create that shift or engage in a new type of behavior and new way of being. Third point I want to leave you with Today is that in order for us to create a change or a shift, when we're cha- changing our narrative that automatically changes a part of our identity as well, we're gonna have to deal with some darkness, some shadows. And in the beginning, it might feel uncomfortable, I don't want it, things might pop up or show up that. Challenging to deal with, and a lot of times that we don't want to deal with. Whether they're nor gremlins, they're shadows, okay? Let's just say they're shadows. But here's the thing. If we are brave enough to deal with those shadows, that unwanted feelings and questions and gremlins... That pop up and show up. On the other side of it, we will find newfound energy, possibilities, fulfillment inside of us because there's a part of us that can, can't grow unless we deal with it. It's just the truth. If you and I want to build a new part of ourselves, whether that's a new role that we're, let's say, The public speaking thing. If I want to build this new part of me, this new identity for me, I might need to face some shadows that might look something like, but you have a really ugly voice, or but no one will really listen to you, but people kept telling you shut up when you were a kid. (laughs) These are the shadows that keep us in our old identity, and it's not until we can face it can we actually open the new possibilities this new identity and this new narrative that we are dying to tell and we're struggling to tell don't be afraid i know shadows are uncomfortable but it's okay you can do this and please don't underestimate the power of having a coach or someone that can walk through the journey with you whether it's me or someone else Someone that can engage your heart. Help you identify what these old stories are, new stories are. And help you really figure out if this change is what you really want. And help you work through the shadows when they do show up. At the core of what I want to do with my clients is help them go back Home to themselves. Help you go back home to yourself. Here's your takeaway question for today. A place to start. Do you tend to work more from your mind? More practical, analyzing things? Brain over heart? Or do your emotions and your feelings and your gut and your heart tend to be the one that takes more of the decisions heart over mind over head. Which one would you say is your stronger point? Your go-to method? Is it the head, the brain? Or is it the heart? Once you have identified which one is your go-to method, I want you to think of a way that you can engage the other party to balance it out. So if you work more from your head, how can you listen to your heart more? And what it has to say. And if you tend to work more from the heart, how can you engage the mind? Because we really need both of them to create that change. We need both the conscious and the unconscious. This was Sometimes in Life with Noura Kirim. Subscribe to the channel and share with family and friends. I would be uploading a podcast every Friday. And if you're interested in a more one-to-one personalized approach, then I would love to hear from you. Drop me an email and I will get back to you. For listening, and I'm glad you're here.